0: Know your real history, the time has come, Two history has started unfolding, the revelation has began. Namaste, welcome back to the Know Your Real History Podcast. On this episode of the podcast, we will be talking about Swami Vivekananda and his views on the Aryan invasion theory. Swami Vivekananda vehemently condemns the theory of Aryan invasion and asks, What your European pundits say about the Aryans swooping down from some foreign land, snatching away the lands of the aborigines and settling in India by exterminating them is all pure nonsense, foolish talk. Strange that our Indian scholars, too, say Amen to them. All these monstrous lies are being taught to our boys. This is very bad indeed. In reply to the address of the Maharaja of Khadri, dated 4th March 1895, Swami Vivekananda writes, Nowadays, everybody blames those who constantly look back to their past and say it is cause of all India's woes. To me on the contrary, it seems that the opposite is true. So long as they forgot the past, the Hindu nation remained in a state of stupor and as soon as they have begun to look into their past, there is on every side a fresh manifestation of life. The more therefore the Hindus study the past, the more glorious will be their future and whoever tries to bring the past to the door of everyone is a great benefactor to this nation. Swami Vivekananda adds, Wherever the Europeans find an opportunity, they exterminate the aborigines and settle down in ease and comfort on their lands, and therefore think that the Aryans have done the same. But where is proof? Guesswork. In what Veda? What Sukta do you find that the Aryans came to India from a foreign country? Where do you get the idea that they slaughtered wild aborigines? What do you gain by talking such nonsense? Well, what is the Ramayana, the conquest of the savage aborigines of southern India by Aryans? Indeed, Ramachandra is a civilized Aryan being and with whom is he fighting? With the King Ravana of Lanka. Just read the Ramayana and you will find that Ravana was rather more and not less civilized than Ramachandra. The civilization of Lanka was rather higher and surely not lower than that of Ayodhya. And then when were these Vanaras and other southern Indians conquered? They were all on the other hand Ramachandra's friends and allies. Say. What kingdoms of Vali and Guhaka were annexed by Ramachandra? And may I ask you, Europeans, what country you have ever raised to better conditions? Wherever you have found weaker races, you have examined them by the roots, as it were. You have settled on their lands and they are gone forever. What is the history of your America, your Australia and New Zealand, your Pacific Islands and South Africa, Where are those aboriginal race today? They are all exterminated. You have killed them outright as if they were wild beasts. It is only where you have not the power to do so, and there only that other nations are still alive. But India has never done that. The Aryans were kind and generous, and in their hearts, which were large and unbounded as the ocean, and their brains, gifted with superhuman genius, all these ephemeral and apparently pleasant but virtually beastly processes never found a place. The object of the people of Europe is the extermination of all in order to live themselves. The aim of the Aryans is to raise all up to their own level, nay, even to a higher level than themselves. The means of the European civilization is the sword, of the Aryans the division into different Varnas. This system of division into different Varnas is the stepping stone to civilization, making one rise higher and higher in proportion to one's learning and culture. In Europe it is everywhere victory to the strong and death to the weak. In the land of Bharata every social rule is for the protection of the weak. From where did the Aryans come? According to some, they came from central Tibet. Others will have it. They came from central Asia. There are patriotic Englishmen who think that the Aryans were all red-haired. If the writer happens to be a black-haired man, the Aryans were all black-haired. Of late, there was an attempt to prove that the Aryans lived on the Swiss lakes. Some say now that they live at the North Pole. Lord bless the Aryans and their habitations. As for the truth of these theories, there is not one word in scriptures, not one, to prove that the Aryans ever came from anywhere outside of India and in ancient India was included Afghanistan. There it ends. And the theory that the Shudra caste were all non-Aryans and they were a multitude is equally illogical and equally irrational. Swami Vivekananda criticizes the western savants who, finding several terms of Indian astronomy and coming to know that the Greeks founded a small kingdom on the borders of India, can clearly read the help of Greece on everything Indian, Indian literature, Indian astronomy, Indian arithmetic. Not only so, he has been bold enough to go so far as to declare that all Indian sciences, as a rule, are but echoes of the Greek. In a single Sanskrit sloka, "Mlechchhavayavana na Teshu yesha Vida pratishtita," which translates to. The Yavanas are Mlenchas, in them this science is established, therefore even they deserve worship like Rishis. How much the Westerners have indulged in their unrestrained imagination, but it remains to be shown as to how the above Sloka goes to prove that the Aryans were taught by the Mlencha The meaning is that the learning of the Mlencha disciples of the Aryan teachers is praised here only to encourage the Mlenchas in their pursuit of the Aryan science. Secondly, when the germ of the Aryan science is found in the Vedas and every step of any of those sciences can be traced with exactness from the Vedic to the present day, What is the necessity of forcing the far-fetched suggestion of the Greek influence on them? Again, every Greek-like word of Aryan astronomy can be easily derived from Sanskrit roots. While discussing Aryans and Tamilians, Swami Vivekananda notes, whatever may be the import of the philological terms Aryan and Tamilian, even taking for granted that both these grand subdivisions of Indian humanity came from outside the western frontier, the dividing line from the most ancient times is one of the language and not of the blood. A gentle yet clear brushing off the cobwebs of the so-called Aryan theory and all its vicious corollaries is therefore absolutely necessary especially for the South, and a proper self-respect created by a knowledge of the past grandeur of one of the great ancestors of the Aryan race, the great Tamilians. The sources for this article by Dr. K. M. Rao may be found in the description of this episode of the podcast. Thank you for tuning in. We'll be back soon with another wonderful work by Dr. KM Rao.